Hello and welcome to Hiring Advantage, the podcast for all things hiring, recruitment, and growing your business beyond your wildest dreams. I'm Chrissy, a hiring and recruitment professional with 12 years experience, who has had enough of seeing small businesses feeling overwhelmed and struggling to find the right talent. If you're ready to learn how to hire and retain your dream employees, as well as what not to do, you're in the right place. So let's dive in. to Hiring Advantage. I'm Chrissy, and it's Saturday. I'm recording this on a Saturday. It's not when you're listening to it. I But I have just come back from mumming, taking my little boy to the pool. He's actually with dad for the rest of the weekend, going to see Monster Trucks in Sydney, which is very exciting for him. I'm, my daughter's having a nap, and I'm actually really excited to talk to you about this topic today. Um, so this is in line with goal setting and growing your team and essentially growing your business. So I have been looking at a number of goal setting activities more on the personal side. So I, of course, set goals in business. I've had business coaches. I work with business coaches and I set goals and I sort of mentally always go to grow my team and hiring my team because it's something I'm doing with my clients all the time and it's such a focus in my business so I have a plan like a plan written out for when I'm going to hire and when I'm going to grow and what numbers I need to be hitting Um, and I wanted to work through what I do but also just some well-known business concepts that we can apply particularly to business growth and team growth so I've got five things to talk to you about some of them are things I use some of them are by very well-known business coaches and then we'll talk about how we implement them to our businesses and specifically apply them to growth and hiring and team now before we jump in I just want to say Thank you so much to all of my listeners who keep coming back. It means the absolute world to me. I know that there are people coming back because the numbers are growing week on week in terms of listeners. And if you're a new listener who's just stumbled across the Hiring Advantage podcast today, thank you so much. I absolutely do podcasting for the love. I think there's a real gap in sort of educating and inspiring women in small business to hire and grow their teams, which is so pivotal for success. And I am here to support you. I've worked in recruitment and hiring for over 12 years. I've worked for some of the biggest businesses in Australia and very much in recruitment initially, but more so for the past seven years, it's been really around hiring strategy and process improvement. So it's always looking at how we can do better, but how we grow and design teams and how that helps us hit our business goals and our performance goals. So that's very much in line with what I want to talk to you about today. As always, I absolutely love getting your feedback on the podcast. So it would mean the world to me if you either did a screen share of the podcast on your Instagram or even better, hop onto Apple and write a quick review. It means so much to me and it means that more people can listen and hear about the podcast. I mean, it means I can keep doing it for you. So let's dive in with our different growth goals and strategies. So First of all, before we think about growing, I read a really interesting piece by Tony Robbins. We all know who Tony Robbins is, right? And before we start goal setting, we need to really look at where we're at now. So are we meeting the minimum standards for ourselves and our businesses, right? So if we're running ragged, 
we need to look at what we can strip back before we go and add additional goals and layer on. Now, it's quite common that when business owners are solo before they hire, they are reaching that point where they're getting really, really flat strapped. And then they might set themselves the goal of, okay, I'm going to hire someone. There are, and I talk about having a hiring strategy all the time, but there are things we can do to combat that. So this is all around your finances and your planning and working out when you are ready to hire. And you can go back and listen to, I believe it's one of the first five podcasts and it's all about seven signs you are ready to hire. So wherever we can, we want to eliminate hiring when we're really, really stretched. We'll go back to the Tony Robbins point. We do need to make sure before we are layering on other goals, like if you've already got goals in place, that's where your time and energy needs to be. Think about what you're going to have to give up to implement another goal, right? And I'll, I'll talk a bit more on that point. But it's before you go start setting goals, take it a bit of an assessment of where you're at. So look at what's going on in your business. Work out what's going well, what's going great, where you need to improve. Because we don't want goals just popping into our heads. We want to give ourselves time and space to really look at what we've got going on, what's going well, what's not going so well. So you can do a bit of a SWOT analysis on that. That's where you do the four segments and you look at, you know, your rooms for improvement, what's going great, what's not going great. You can also look at time commitments associated with all of the things you've got going on and work out where you've got wiggle room. Often hiring goes hand in hand with the fact that we are a bit stretched and we need to get stuff off of our plate. Now I can give you the example of when I hired in my business, I hired before I was ready. So I wasn't perfect in terms of my financials. I wasn't perfect in terms of my client flow, but it was getting to the point where I knew I was hitting a growth blocker if I didn't hire. And also I was at risk of, you know, getting really overwhelmed and not wanting to do the work anymore, which is nobody, no good for anyone and absolutely not good for my clients. So the first thing we need to do before we dive into our five goals setting activities is really take stock of where we're at. Where is our time commitment? What's doing great? What have we got energy for? What have we got time for? And I I really believe that for anyone who is not wanting to stay a solopreneur, at some point you are going to have to set some time aside for building a hiring strategy and setting some hiring goals. But just look at where that fits in with the rest of your business. So the first thing that I want you to do as a goal setting activity, and this this podcast is absolutely something you can work with. So as we talk for our five, feel free to hit pause, grab a piece of paper and work through these five points. So number one is what do you want? Now I talk about this all the time in the hiring playbook with my one-on-one clients but we really need to think about the future proof in our business, thinking about what we want, thinking about what we want our roles to be. So I talk all the time about what do you want your role to be? How do you want to spend your time? What are the business outcomes that you are wanting to achieve? So what do you want? Like we're not hiring to tick box exercise. There needs to be a clear reason why we're hiring roles, why we're designing roles, why we're moving our team down that path. And it should be client focused, about serving, about helping more people, but also to some extent, you need to think about what that's gonna do for you and your role. So I don't believe that like our business why, and we'll dig into the why a little bit more. I I never believe that the, the primary reason for that is like a selfish reason. However, you do need to be happy and fulfilled and able to maintain your work because you are the business owner and you've got to drive that business forward. So doing all the things, being really stretched, not working in your zone of genius is probably not going to make you happy. And like any leadership information will tell you the culture of your business is going to flow from the top down. So happy teams have happy leaders. 
happy businesses, have happy business owners. Doing all the things that don't make you happy, running yourself ragged is a recipe for burnout. That's why we need to think about what you want. It's not, I'm not saying that you're never going to do a task or an activity that you don't want to do ever again. It is called work. It's not called sipping a martini on a sun lounge. <laughs> Sometimes we have to do things that are not our favorite things to do. But really the, the primary like core focus of our roles as business owners should be work that we're passionate about, that we love, serves other people. And it really lives in line with our values as why we set up our businesses. So the first thing I want you to think about is what do you want? So what do you want for your business? What do you want for yourself? And that should always be front and center when you're setting goals, when you're hiring. And that's something I absolutely teach my clients, like always go back to that. So if I think about my reason, like my, what I want, so what I want for my role is I want to be the CEO of my business, right? I want to have the strategic vision. I want to support a team. I want to create amazing roles for my people that they're really happy in. I want to support them. And I want to help as many women who want to hire and scale their businesses, want to hire for and scale their businesses to do just that. That's why I do it. So for me, having a team is really, really high up on my list. And I talk about this all the time. I never wanted to do small business alone. I always wanted a team around me. I love being a people leader. I've done it in corporate before. I absolutely love understanding what someone is really passionate about and making jobs work for those skill sets. Like there's always core deliverables in your role that you need to do. But my goal when I hire is to find someone who really likes the core part of that job. And then also layer things onto that job with their extra time. There are things they're really, really passionate about because people deliver when they're doing a job and work that means something to them that they love. So it's really, what do you want? I hope that's, that's clear. So number two is, why do you want it? So look, I love Simon Sinek. I've read his book, Start With Why. And I also read some really interesting stuff from James Clear, who is a fantastic leadership writer. When we ask why we want something, we also, again, we're we're sort of analyzing what's going on, what's working well, what's not going well. But we've worked out what we want and we've got to ask why we want it. So there's really good examples, like fitness is always a really good one because you goal set in fitness. Like I want to fit into my size 10 jeans, right? Or I want to run 5Ks, but why do you want that? Like, do you want to run 5Ks because you can't at the moment and you want to be able to run around after your kids? Do you want to fit into size 10 jeans because you really like them and you're sick of keeping buying new jeans like two sizes bigger. I don't know why I said size 10. I'm not a size 10. And I'm also not that into promoting sort of diet culture. But it's it, exercise fitness goals are always really good because everyone's at some point had exercise or fitness goals, right? But let's go with a running 5k one. I think that's a little bit healthier. <laughs> we want to run 5k's. But why do we want to run 5k's? Like, did we used to be able to run and really miss it? Do we want to be able to run around after our kids? Do we want to maybe run 5Ks? It's the start of a running journey. Just think about why we're setting those goals. Like if we then pull that into hiring and growth, why do we want to grow and scale our teams? Like what's our why in terms of growth? Is it because we want people to support us to give us more time freedom? Is it because we want to make more money and scale? Is it because we want to serve more clients? Is it because we love managing teams? Is it because we don't want to be alone in our business and want to be surrounded by people? Is it all of those things? But it's really important to think about it. And the reason why is because if we're just 
setting goals to tick box exercises it's really hard to stay motivated like hiring is a process and it's a can be a lengthy process and it's multi-layered so we always need to think about why we're doing that because otherwise we might give up right or we might not be motivated to do it like i can tell you i there's things that i've done in my business where i think i should be doing it and it doesn't generally work that well like i should be launching the second round of my coaching program right now and although like i'm not really feeling that energy like it's not landed for me or i should hire a va because someone else told me to hire a va but you're not ready like you're not really thought about it you don't really know what you want you don't really know how that person's going to support you and you don't have to manage them don't hire a va to take a box really work out what you're going to do with that time why you want to hire them what that's going to mean for your long-term strategy and long-term vision the next one is writing it down so get really laser focused on what you want and writing it down so growth or even better success to me looks like having a team with an additional two team members by the end of 2023 growth to me looks like hiring a va to support me so i can do more client-facing work growth and success to me looks like hiring a salesperson so i can focus on strategy and moving my business forward working on my business and not in my business write it down and write like a statement get really focused on it i did and i talked about it quite a lot on my instagram a while back but i did a mindset course with miss mindset brianna who is a guest on the hiring advantage podcast she's fabulous and she's episode two and i did her level up your life course and we did a lot of goal setting in there and it was a lot about finding that vision finding that statement and i'm all about that it's so powerful so like i talked about like i think i have two big goals when i talk about my business so number one is i want to support as many women who want to hire and scale their businesses to do just that. That's one. And number two is I want Hiring Advantage to be the go-to for hiring and recruitment for small business. And that's why the business is multifaceted, right? There's like the podcast that you can listen to and get loads of free input. There are, it's a free mini course. There's my Instagram where I share a lot of hiring education and hiring information. And then there are options to work with me and my business. So there's coaching, there's consultancy, and there's outsourcing. Because I want to be a one-stop shop if you want to hire and recruit for your business because I love it and I'm hiring other experts to support the small business community. So they're my goals that I'm always working towards. So if I'm like faffing about doing things because I think I should be, I have to take stock and then go, okay, is that getting me where I want to be? So I can give you an example. I thought I should be hiring a social media manager for Instagram. <laughs> I thought that was really, really important to me. Now I've worked with some fabulous social media managers and absolutely the coaching and outsource my social media because I wanted to take a holiday with my family from the UK that I'd not seen for some time and that was godsend. But like ongoing, I found that I was putting a lot of commitment into the social media management. I'm feeling quite stressed out and then not necessarily seeing results from that forum and I wasn't feeling great about it and I stopped and I was like why am I doing this like that's not getting me towards my goal I'm like faffing about doing stuff I don't want to do and actually like writing a lot of the content myself and when I took it back and then I focused the energy on okay well maybe if I want to be seen as an expert in my field I want to write more like I want to have my Instagram and I want to have my podcast but I also want to write more because everyone consumes information differently right so I'm now the energy that I was putting into social media is working with a blog writer to get some like amazing articles out into the universe 
and I'm a talker, I'm not a writer, so I'm working with a blog writer. And it's okay, like you make decisions and they're not right, like it's fine. Actually failing is great and I know um, Steph Gorton talks about this on her podcast all the time. So many inspirational business coaches talk about it. like it's fine to fail, it's okay, like we learn. And like, you know, this podcast is for startup businesses. Like I've never done business before. I expect to fail like a lot <laughs> and I'm okay with that because I'll learn and I'll improve. I feel like we got off a bit of a tangent there, but that's all right. So write it down. So write your statement down, write what you want. You've already thought about what you want. You've already thought about why you want, want it. You've dug pretty deep, write it down. And then like, Put it on your desktop, on your computer, it's your screen shape, your screensaver. Write on a post-it, stick on your mirror. I've got a post-it on my mirror, you can see right now. I'm actually, if you can see the video of this, I'm actually recording this podcast on my bed <laughs> with the laptop, like on my knees, because I'm in the process of building out my new desk and podcast station. <laughs> so if you see the video snippets for the podcast every week, they're looking like a little bit different at the moment with different backgrounds, why I figure it out. So I'm very excited to share my new workstation with you when it gets sorted. Anyway, I digress. So number four is setting smart goals. Most people have heard about smart goals and I want to basically pull smart goals into hiring and give you some examples as well. So smart goals is the acronym S-M-A-R-T and the S is They've got multiple words, but they basically mean the same thing, right? So S is specific or strategic. M is measurable. A is attainable. R is relevant or realistic. And T is to do with time. So timely. So when are we going to achieve this by? So a smart goal would be specific. So I'm going to grow my team by two people by the end of 2023. Measurable. That's measurable, right? That's two people. So you've got one, you're halfway to your goal. You've got two, you've hit your goal. Attainable. Attainable is a good question. So really we need to go back to asking the first few questions. So the what, the why, writing it down. And then we know, we need to look at time, which we dig into a bit more with your T, your smart, but attainable. Like, have you hired before? Do you know what you're doing? Have you designed roles? Are you gonna be able to manage these people? So are they attainable goals? Do you need some support? Do you help you hire? And really digging into the like, are we going to hire one person in the first six months of the year? Are we going to hire the second person in the second six months of the year? What else have you got going? Are you going to be able to give the time to make commitment to that? Like, are you making enough money to make you feel confident that you can support those people? So really thinking about that attainability. Relevant or relatable? So if you're in business and you want to grow a team because you don't want to be a solopreneur, I'm guessing it's going to be a relevant goal. But Again, if you do like one-on-one coaching and you've already got like a VA and you're happy with where you're at, like, is it relevant to you? I mean, this podcast episode is about growth. So I'm, I'm assuming you're listening to it because you want to grow your business, but still check in with yourself and ask where it's relevant. And T is timely. So setting time goals, like that. that's why that statement is so good. That goal is so good. I want to hire two people to grow my business by the end of 2023. So it hits all, oh, yes, M-A-R-T. Small goal has been going forever, so <laughs> um, forever, but the older than me. So it was actually formed in 1981 in an article, I think it was in the New York Post. Smart goals are there, they're great. It's a great way to goal set and have that strategy. And then it goes with that writing it down. So you can use smart and make sure that your statement is smart, right? And then you write it down. So maybe you've written it down and you want to go back and, and refer back to it and see if it's smart. And then the last one, number five, that I've put down is 
finances. So obviously, and I talk about this all the time, but hiring people or resources, and I worked in resource management for one of the banks for such a long time, you always tie your finances back into resources and hiring. And resources is a tricky word, but the reason it's called resource management is because people are a cost and they are a resource to your business. Like they do things for your business to move it forward, right? But they are an overhead and they are a cost. They can also bring money into your business, like undoubtedly a great example of this being a salesperson or a coach, right? You're in a coaching business, you hire another coach, you can take on more people and look after them. It's like a revenue generating position. But we do always need to look at our finances and include this when we're making decisions about hiring, when we're moving our business forward and goal setting. There's multiple ways we can look at finance and goal setting. So one that gets people pretty fired up is if your person that you're hiring is someone that can make you money, like how much money can they make you? So if we look at it, let's say on an hourly rate, let's say that you have a virtual assistant business and you hire a virtual assistant and you pay them $35 an hour plus super, and then you charge them out at like $60 an hour, you're making $20 an hour off this person. So as long as you're winning the business and you're and they're working for you and they're putting timesheets in, you're making $20 an hour off that business. $20 an hour you didn't have before. It's $20 an hour that you're getting for not doing the work. And in turn, they're getting support, looked after, they're not having to do sales and not having to win clients. There's a lot of in it for that person too. So that's a goal that you can set. Like how much money do you want to make? That's not a huge profit margin, but we need to be realistic with different roles and different skill sets. And we need to pay people a reasonable amount. Another example is, let's say your business involves selling packages, right? So let's say that you are, I can give you an example. So like a hiring package, on your which is 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 is, you mean you can look at this on my website it's very clear hiring packages so i have a recruitment consultant that i pay an hourly rate at this stage she will be transitioning to permanent so she's paid an hourly rate but it's a package based on deliverables of hiring someone getting shortlist that sort of thing so there's the charge for the package that is the you know the money that's given to the business there's the hours that she works on that packages that she takes away and then we have a subcontractor that sometimes does some data entry so the profit of that package is just less the pay to the recruiter and the pay to the subcontractor everything else is profit so if she kills it and she fills that job in like six hours it's a it's a really big profit margin so you're not trading time for money in the same way you're offering a service with deliverables short of your resource costs if there's no physical costs associated like i have a service-based business not a product-based business everything else is profit and it's not based on your time as a people leader so set some goals around that set some finance goals around how much money you want to make when you hire an additional margin like what you want your profit margin to be on top of their pay really important to think about that that's absolutely in your forecasting and then you also need to set some goals in terms of how much money you're making before you hire how much of a buffer you have but remember when you're hiring all the time you need to think about what can i do with the extra time that this person's taken off of me so like administration support's perfect for that you're currently doing all the administration or the payroll or the bookkeeping that sort of stuff in your business if you hire someone and they take that off of you what are you going to do with your time to make more money for your business so there's roles that cost you money but give you time back or there's revenue generating roles so we talked about that like your sales roles your your business coach you know for example so i hope you found this episode valuable talking about goals is always super exciting right like i get fired up as i said i've been setting some personal goals so i had a big life change i just moved 
out on my own as a single mama and I've got two little kids. So I've been doing some, like a lot of goals around planning my time to make sure that like, you know, I'm filling up my cup and I'm getting me time, that I've got like organization time for my new home. Exercise is a really big priority for me right now. So I'm setting goals around that. And I get, I get really fired up about it. I think it's super fun. So I hope you loved this episode, which is goal setting, but more geared to hiring and team growth. But like I said at the start of the episode, thank you so, so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I, I hope so much that you get value out of this podcast. I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts, feelings. Tell me which goal was your favorite. Tell me what your takeaway was and tune in next week. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hiring Advantage podcast. If you have any questions or love the show, head over to at Hiring Advantage on Instagram and let me know. If you learned something today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a review or shared this with someone else that you think would benefit from this knowledge. Until next time, happy hiring queens.